Uh, Ethan Kyle is from Oklahoma, and today we're covering covering a mega giant. You don't see deer like this uh, free range around around these parts, that's for sure. So I don't know if this is something special for him. Hopefully we can go into detail about it. Uh, but super excited to have Ethan on today. Along with me is, uh, as you know, is my co-host, my wife, Allie Hall, Melissa hey. Hall, however you want to call her. Um, but yeah, we're super excited, pumped about this. Really, really ready to hear about this deer and cover the story on it. So, Ethan, what part of Oklahoma are you from? I live down here, uh, South Central Oklahoma, uh, around the Garvin County area. Cool, cool. How long have you been in Oklahoma? I've been here my entire life. Uh, matter of fact, I just built this house on our family land. So Aww. I've been here for 29 years. We love stories like those. I think yeah. on our first podcast of the year that was on family land, he's it been was. there his entire life. That's so cool. We always love to hear That's that. That's pretty cool. What you, uh, what you do for a living, Nathan? Uh, I work at a refinery here, uh, working uh, shift work. So we get seven on, seven off. So it does actually work out and and uh, my favor for deer hunting. Yeah, big time. <laughs> seven days <laughs> off. I bet you're in the woods all seven of those days. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I spent, I think, last year I added it up. I think I was in the woods for 36 days of the season. Oh, I'm so jealous. Putting in time. I mean, that's that's what you well, got to do. I mean, I had something I was hunting, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you had a reason to be out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I did. How long have you been hunting? Um, I started hunting, I mean, going hunting with my, my dad whenever I could start walking. Um, so it's been my entire life, uh, probably three or four years old. I remember going to Colorado with them, uh, to deer camp up there oh. and then, uh, hunting around here, you know, obviously with him. And I think I, I think I killed my first deer at, at seven or eight. Oh, when wow. I took my yeah. first deer with a rifle. That's pretty cool. That's that young. That's cool. How yeah. sweet. We always love family tradition. That's so yeah. cute. That is awesome. So, um, kind of get into hunting and kind of just what you're working with there. Ethan, what are you what are you working with there? You got public land, private land, how many acres? Kind of break that down if you don't mind. Uh uh, yeah, so we have uh my dad's my dad's got some land here that I that I've hunted for the past few years, and then I recently got a lease with a couple of friends uh, south of here, and we got 1,600 acres that we're hunting down there. And so, got some really really nice deer down there, but it's on that lease. It's inside of a inside of an 8,000 acre ranch, and so they really only want you to take one buck a year. So mm-hmm. you know you gotta gotta be pretty picky down there. They really wanna really wanna kill mature deer right that's one way to do it for sure and then up here around the house um where actually this deer came from was a uh, 40 acre pasture that was uh, actually my uncle's property that i I just kind of stumbled upon really um last last summer i was cutting hay for him and there's just a little bit of timber i mean probably 30, 20, 30 acres of timber on this property. And uh, I was cutting hay and, and whatnot and decided to be nosy and go snoop around in the timber a little bit, see what was in there. And I seen some deer sign yeah. and uh, just kind of hit him up and was like, Hey, you know, you care if I 
care if I put a stand up? And he's like, no, go ahead. And so the pursuit of ghosts began, or have you killed other um, deer on that piece of property too? No, that was, that was just, like I said, that started last summer. I had never, never even been on it until last year. So how, how long after putting your stand up and getting settled, did you finally like get your first picture of him or when did that come to be? Um, actually, oh, it was September, I'm trying to think of the exact date, but anyway, last September, um, I went in through a, through a trail cam up and put out a, a corn feeder, which we can, we can bait here in Oklahoma. Good. Um, through throughout a corn feeder and a camera and he was probably one of the first few pictures i got really <laughs> Must be nice. in front of the feeder say that's the weird that's what i was going to say about the feeders down here you feed and feeders can throw deer off sometimes but then i put it out in other places and you have them eating out of it and right around it that's exactly right uh i have seen that same thing happen and i've had my, i've had people tell me oh you can't you can't kill big deer on a on a feeder and I mean, I've, I've seen it both ways. I've, I've seen deer get, you get one picture of a buck, a nice buck, and then feeder goes off and you never see him again. Right. Absolutely. So I have seen both ways. Well, man, it's like, like we've said before, you know, use every tool. If it's legal and ethical, then use it. You know, you know, a lot of people bash crossbow or rifle versus bow. I mean, there's different things, feed or no feed, but if it's legal in your state, then go for it i really can't stop staring at this deer behind you it's really bothering me <laughs> I, I mean it is massive and, yeah you can't overlook him it's the first thing of, you see yeah and we kind of kind of missed uh the, what 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 ethan's calling this deer what he named it but his ghost yeah. and i want to know why i was going to get yeah. into that yeah, we gotta get so into we, that. we got ghost on camera around september and he was one of your first deer on camera was he running with a crew of of bachelor bucks um, no, actually he ran, he really just ran with a small, uh, uh, six pointer last year. Um, a really small six point, which was hilarious really. <laughs> but every single picture I got of him, he had that little buck with him. Oh, if you still have some of those pictures, we'd love yeah. to get that in here, um, on the oh, show yes. for everyone to see. Yeah, so Cause I bet was... that is comical if it's a little six point to see it beside that freak behind you. <laughs> yeah. So that was season of 22. And now we're season of 23. So how much did he grow from last year to this year? Just curious. Uh, um, Man, he really blew up. Last year we had a bad drought here, and he – there really wasn't much to eat throughout the summer. Yeah. And uh, so this year we had a lot more rain in the spring and a lot more feed – or a lot more for the deer to feed on throughout the summer and whatnot. Then – between last year and this year, I'm going to guess he grew 20 to 30 inches. Wow, that's impressive. I mean, he was huge last year. What Don't get me did wrong. you feed him? Yeah, he just... <laughs> yeah, no, 20... I need whatever it is that you're putting out. Yeah. And like, yeah, they, they don't really grow like that here. You know, they'll, they'll hop, you know, five Corn to ten inches. Cornbread fed. I mean, holy yeah. cow. The well, I mean, this... Uh, I get it. I'll get into the whole story in a minute, but... Uh, this summer, once I got him back on camera, I poured the protein to him. I figured. Um, yeah, that's what I was. All, all summer, I was putting out, uh, putting out protein for him to just to have something to 
uh, which I've always done. I've always put out protein around my stands wherever, especially in the uh, late summer when that last couple months of them growing, uh, it's really important. So, uh, but this year I, I threw a little extra candy out there. What, what sort of protein do you feed and what, what do you, what do you got them? I was really just feeding a, putting a feed store commodity blend out, uh, just a, a mixture, you know, kind of a sweet feed, cotton seed holes yeah. type of feed. Coast was eating good. Yeah, he was eating good. What was he, what is your layout of land? Like down here is thick as all get out. Midwest has got some big hardwood rolling hills and, but you know, right there in Oklahoma where you're at, is it more prairie? Is it, is it patches of woods? Is it, you know, like how is that laid out? Um, we have a lot of open pastures and matter of fact, that's what this pasture, this place was, was mostly open pasture for, uh, hay and cattle grazing. And then, uh, the, the timber, man, that's, that's why I killed this deer out of a ground blind was because that's impressive. he, he was, uh, there wasn't any trees large enough to put a stand in. Um, everything was real small scrub, oak, real small oak trees, um, and that, that's usually what we got. I mean, I do have on my on my lease, I have uh, some, some tree stands up and some bigger timber, but it's really just your bigger timbers in your creek bottoms. And then everything else is just patches of scrub oaks and brush. Now around this um, property of your uncle's, is it still surrounded by family property as well? Or do y'all have neighbors that are were hunting it too? I'm just trying to figure out what the pressure was like for that deer. Oh man, this, the most amazing part of this is that I honestly still don't believe how I killed it because there's, I'm hunting that little property. Everybody around that property knew about this deer. Just nobody talked about it apparently until I killed him. And then everybody started hey, Look at the trail yeah, camera yeah. pictures yeah. I had of that deer. I mean, that's exactly that's a secret. Yeah. Uh, and there's a highway there less than a mile away probably a half a mile away there's a major highway and this deer was seen south of the highway and so he was crossing that highway he was crossing the county road in front of the property um how people didn't see him how i, I don't know crazy i didn't get hit by a car that's what i was about to say i <laughs> probably thought I'm... it was a cow that got out my <laughs> gosh it sucker's massive what did he weigh i know he had a massive body I wish I would have put him on scales. Um, I, I'm guessing that just past deer I've killed, I'm guessing him around 160, 170. Okay. That's not quite as heavy. Uh, my dad, actually, he he killed a deer the other day. Um, and it was a nice deer, just a little non-typical deer. And it actually weighed 182 dressed. So that's about average up, up there. See, like, yeah, it's, it's, you, you say, I, I would imagine on the 190, 200 pound would be about, you know, would be average there. But I guess you're saying about 170, 180. 180 is a big deer around okay. here. Um, I think they're, I seen a deer on Facebook the other day, um, killed around somewhere in Oklahoma that was over 200 dressed. And that's, that's a really big deer. Yeah, that's big. Wow, that's cool. You'll have such good ones in Oklahoma. Yeah. I assume Ghost is your biggest, right? Biggest? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, matter of fact, uh, my my biggest deer before this was 145. Oh, my gosh. What a jump. What a jump. Yeah. That's incredible. We're going to get into the score towards the end. Of yeah, my... no, I want into the full story. But I did ask, how did Ghost get this name? 
It was there anything special? Um, actually, the ghost came from last year. Um, the last picture I got of him was November the 9th last year. And then he disappeared completely off camera until July of this year. Wow. Wow. So he ghosted you completely. That is the perfect name then. That's the terrible, most terriblest feeling, ain't it? Whenever he's not showing and you're like, oh my God, did he die? Did he get hit? And with your highways there, I'd been terrified. Because, I mean, somebody somebody hit that, they're picking it up and scooping and going. Oh man, that's 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 so terrifying. Ugh. Well, let's get into the full story. You yeah. said you were you said you had more you wanted to tell, and you'd get in into it later. So let's so let's, let's get into it. The juicy. Well, uh, all right. So, like I said last year, you know, I throw a camera up and get pictures of him in September, and and uh, so I pretty much dedicated, you know, all of last year. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this deer, and I, I mean, I was completely obsessed with him. I mean, you asked my wife, I mean, she, she said, I'd look at my phone and look at pictures and she said, you well, you never looked at me like that. But <laughs> oh anyway. my God. That's good. That's the best we've heard. We've heard uh, other people and I do that myself. I get, I obsessed with them. I can't get them off my mind. I'm the one that I, my eyes squinted uh, 2 at 2 AM in the morning, looking at pictures and it's, yeah, they'll consume you, man. I assume you have cell cams and they're getting sent to your yeah. phone. I was running, uh, running some stealth cams and, and it, it was, I'd have it set up and if I wasn't hunting, I'd have it set up just to send it to me at 6am and I would, I mean, days on, days off, it didn't matter. I was rolling over one eye in it, scrolling through pictures to see if he was there. Um, so anyhow, uh, I get pictures pretty regular um, during the late summer and then through September. Uh like I said, through September, I'm getting pictures every single day of him. I mean, I got 200 pictures of this deer. I mean, he was not camera shy at all. And, you know, it's, I sent it to my dad when I first got the pictures, and he's like, do not show anybody. And <laughs> Good advice, dad. I, Good advice. Where we're at, he's like, I mean, it, it would, it would, You'd have every poacher, every road hunter around camped out around here if he, they if that picture got out and they knew where he was. Um, but anyhow, so I, I really kept it pretty pretty secretive. Uh, showed a couple of people that that I knew that didn't know where where I was hunting. So anyhow, uh, season comes. Like I said, I'm having to hunt out of a ground blind because the there no no big timber to hang a stand in. I didn't. I wanted. I like to get as high as I can, you know. Um, but anyhow, sitting there one afternoon, I decided to go hunting, and I took my daughter, actually, and it was warm. It's 80, high 80s. And so we actually, we go out and set, and I just want her to, you know, see some deer. Because I'd had other, you know, small bucks and, and does coming in. and So didn't actually um, think we were going to see him. I, all my pictures I had were actually uh, nocturnal pictures. Oh, wow. Uh, so anyhow, we're sitting there, and I hear, keep hearing something behind us, and it really sounded like a squirrel or something messing around, and I, I just happened to look out the back of the blind, and my heart stops because he is behind <laughs> me, about 50 yards behind me. He's not a ghost no more, is he? <laughs> You know, he's behind us, and I'm... Looked like he saw I, a ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I couldn't imagine what I look like. And, uh, and so we're in this, in this ground blind pop-up blind. And so I'm trying to, trying to get my bow turned around. I'm trying to tell my daughter to be still, be quiet, don't move, get turned around. And I have no shot behind me. You know, that's the way I set that blind up. I had brush and stuff behind me, so I wasn't even worried about it, anything coming back there. And that would have been what downwind of you, right? Um, Actually, yeah, how he's, how he, where he came from was downwind of where we're. It's crazy, man. Uh, it, they always do that. It seems like the majority of the deer that I hear stories on or I hunt myself, it's, it's always like that. It's like. You never expect them to come from that place or that area, the downwind of you. Man, that's crazy. Yes. Continue. I'm sorry. And, uh, <laughs> no, you're good. And uh, so anyway, he's he's right behind us 50 yards, and he's with that little buck, you know, and and they're milling around. And I guess there there was a few acorns back there, that just enough for them to, to scratch up, and that's where they were at was under an oak tree. And uh, we have to sit there till dark and watch him leave. Um so I watched him for 30 to 45 minutes probably until he, he wandered off with that smaller buck off in the brush. And then me and her hop out of the blind and we went the long way around, get out of there without bumping him. And I, I was tore up. I mean, I was tore up bad that, that day. And it's hilarious because I tell everybody this because I was sitting there and I'm holding my bow and uh, my daughter just goes, Why's your arrow moving? <laughs> Why's you shaking? I, said, I, wish, I was shaking so bad. My, the tip of my arrow was moving, and uh, I was like, "Baby, I wish you knew." I wish how, you knew. how old is she? How old is she? Uh, at the time, she was seven. She's eight now. Aww. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Daddy, why's your arrow? Um, <laughs> Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry about it, honey. Yeah, you'll see one day. Um. So that's the that's the first encounter I had with the deer. Uh, that's October of last year. So I see, I went back to the next day, went back in there during the daytime um, just to see, you know, what was back there. And there was a few acorns on the ground. So I was like, okay. I hadn't had a picture of him in a couple of days. So, okay, we're not on corn, we're on acorns. All right, let's, let's do that. So I take my blind down. I moved my blind back to where the, where I had seen him and uh, got, got it situated where I thought I was in between the acorns and uh, the bedding area. So I think I'm slick, right? Right. He comes Man. on the corn. Okay. <laughs> I have a feeling. Uh, probably, uh, probably a week later, I'm sitting there in the blind and I look up and I can, I can barely see my feeder from where I'm at. And I look up and I see that little buck come out into the corn feeder. And I, my heart stops. I was like, there's no way. Sure enough, five minutes later, he comes out, walks straight over to the corn feeder, right twenty-five yards from where my blind was. No, I knew it. I had a feeling it was coming. Oh god! From the total, the total opposite direction of where I seen him the the time before. Uh, so anyhow, same same scenario. I mean, it's too dry to even try to get out of the blind and make a sneak on him. Uh, there's no way I could even could even got out of the blind without him busting me. So again, I just sat there until dark and watch him leave. And that was the only two times I actually seen the deer in person. Um, like I said, that was the end of October and the November 8th or 9th. It was the last picture I had of him, which 
around here, that's usually when the rut kicks off, and that's it's not abnormal to lose lose pictures after that. Right. Mm. Oh God, two times. I know that's that's pretty. I would have been like torturing. Yeah, I would have been so down. You know me. I'd, have had to try I'd be to like, I'm over. giving up. This deer is torturing yeah. me. So fast forward to 2023. All right. So uh, this year. You know, same thing. So I obviously still had the property, and I uh, go back out there first of July, set up a camera, and uh, put some protein out and some corn, and get a couple of deer on camera. And then all of a sudden, I get this. Like I said, it's first of July. I get this deer, and he's just got a ball of a a ball of points as his first, the first set of horns. I mean, I have other deer that just have, you know, nubs this tall coming up. And this deer's got a ball of points already in, in July. And I thought that's gotta be him. And it wasn't, I mean, probably two weeks later, he starts just blowing up. And so from then on, uh, mid July through August, I, I, I kept, kept feeding there. Cause I mean, like you said, once you're, once it's legal in your state to, to bait, everybody's doing it. So if if you don't have the right, if you miss, you know, you miss a couple of weeks putting corn out or whatnot, uh, your neighbor's got it going. So they're just going to move over to his stuff. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so anyway, I made sure and kept kept feed out for him throughout the the summer and and something for him to eat on and and he was pretty religious this year every single day or every other day he was coming in, uh, but all, all nocturnal pictures, all nighttime pictures. Cause uh, I mean, it was hot. It's, it's, it was in the hundreds through August. Um, get into September, still the same thing. And then once, I mean, he looked enormous with velvet on. <laughs> right. They always do. Uh, yeah. But I still, you, I can't tell myself, I couldn't tell myself that that's a, 200 inch deer i just couldn't do it i I, i'm like there's no way i have a 200 inch deer on camera and uh, a few people that i showed pictures of they like they said oh yeah you know that's over 200 that's over 200 i was like oh you know maybe hopefully we'll see and uh so anyhow uh getting closer to season and uh i actually got was scheduled to work um october 1st which is opening day here in oklahoma and so we're, I'm scheduled to work and, you know, it's, I'm getting this deer on camera and I'm like, man, dude, am I going to be that guy? Oh, am I, I going to be that guy that calls in on opening I day? <laughs> I'd lose my job over that deer. I ain't no doubt, man. I'd, <laughs> I'd say, you know what, y'all, y'all can have it. You know, I make jobs every day. Sorry, I'm giving it. I just, you have to bite the bullet on that. You got one shot on that deer, man, and you better make it count. That's exactly right. Uh, and uh, so, uh, or I'm sorry, September 30th, he comes out in daylight, right before dark. And so I'm scheduled to work that the next day. But luckily, I was just uh, coming in as, as extra help, and I was only working an eight-hour day that day instead of 12s. So uh, three 3.30 gets there. I'm in my truck rolling at 3.30 soon. <laughs> I'm clocked out. I'm gone. And it's like 92 degrees that day. And I was driving home and I'm like, man, I got to go hunting. And I get about halfway home and I was like, man, I don't know. AC sure sounds good. 
<laughs> and uh, I was like, well, you know what? You know, you can't kill him on a couch. So I came in. I just literally pulled in the driveway, ran in the house, put my camos on, grabbed my bow and release and left. I didn't get a backpack, a knife, a flashlight, anything. Of course you didn't. That's when it always yeah. happens. Yeah. It happens when she doesn't wear makeup. <laughs> Yeah, it happens when I don't have a flashlight. You're exactly right. And you're about four or 500 yards in, and you have to, yeah, I know. Keep it going. Funny how it works. I just grabbed my bow and release and left. And uh, anyhow, getting a blind right about uh, 4.15-ish. So I was actually pretty late getting in there. I like to get in before that. Um, uh, but it, it wasn't getting dark till 7.30 here at the time. So I still had, you know, three hours. And, and like I said, I'd only had one daylight picture was the night before um, at, at seven o'clock is when he came in. So 30 minutes before legal light. So we're, uh, we're sitting there and, or I'm sitting there and a doe had came out earlier and she, oh, I'm sorry. My dog's No. It is. It's know, so cute, though. Like time. this whole time, I don't know if you could see our hands, but Cody would like point because you yeah. had a cute little dog just like hanging out in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I got to sit here dead still because this doe sitting there, and I'm looking out in front of me, and the wind. I'm watching this grass in front of me, and this grass is just swirling. And I was like, oh, no, like, this is not good. I'm thinking, okay, if, if this deer is anywhere close, this doe's going to blow out of here and it ruin the whole afternoon. But I can't get out because I don't really want to spook her. So I just have to sit there the whole time watching her feed. And uh, I don't know, it's uh, 6.50, I believe, looking at my phone. I look up and I see that little buck. There's that his he was best running buddy. With. There's his yeah, own he is, he, is, he, is he your second one you're after now? Or is he still a little six point? I'm not sure if it's the same deer or not. The deer he was running with this year was just a big four corn. So I don't know if the six point lost his brow tines or huh. or what. But anyhow, it's still a, a small buck. Yeah. Um. So anyhow, his four corn, he comes out and I went, oh, no way. He comes right out. He hops over my panels because I'll send you the pictures. But here in Oklahoma, you know, just like in Alabama, you know, we're eat up with hogs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so all of our feeders that we put out, we have to put panels around to keep the hogs off of it. Crazy. Uh, so I have these 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 hog panels around it, and uh, deer the buck hops over these this panel, and I look up and I'm like, I'm looking at this panel and I'm looking at this deer and I'm going, oh no. I hadn't even thought about this prior because I hadn't seen a deer worth, worth taking at that property. But the top of that hog panel was right level about with the heart. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, that's not good. So I'm sitting here thinking, like, if this, this deer does come out, I can't let him hop over it, hop over those panels, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be so nervous about hitting the panel, I'm going to miss him high. Right. So anyhow, I'm sitting there, and I just happened to look up because I had – the way I had my blind set up, I – just had one window open or directly in front of me. So I was completely blacked out behind me. Right. And I just happened to, to lean forward a little bit and look to my left, which was downwind. And 
that buck standing there 50 yards in the timber standing there staring at that smaller buck and doe feed watching and what I, he does that ain't that god I, they send their little dummy friends out and hey test the waters and see how how it is see if you exactly. get shot and it was exactly what happened last year uh when i seen him last year the same thing happened uh the little buck came out and then five minutes later the big deer came out yeah. and it was the exact same scenario this year um i lean forward and look and I, 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 I was, I lost it. Your arrow alive. started I, moving again. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah the arrow was was there. Let me yeah. tell you, cause when I seen that smaller buck come out, I instantly picked my bow up and got ready. Right. And, uh, when I seen him standing there, he looked like a statue. I mean, he was dead still staring at that smaller buck watching, I guess, just watching his body language and, and how he, he was doing it. Him and the doe were both content. I mean, they had, they were relaxed and just feeding normal and, so I just kept staring at my feet, holding my breath, trying to get my heart rate to slow down because I could hear my heart rate in my ears, you know. Yeah. So I'm thinking these deer, you know, they're 25, 26 yards. They can hear my heart if I can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I got to calm down. Either that or my arrow shaking in my release. Yeah, exactly. And so anyhow, I'm I'm quivering in the in the blind here and just trying to stare at the ground. And I look. I looked down for a second and looked back up and he was gone. And then I looked out in front of me and there he was. I mean, he just, like I said, just like a ghost, like one minute he's 50 yards away and the next minute he's 25. I mean, it was just a half feels a second. Like, it feels 25. like I'm underwater right now. Like I'm so like anxious. I know. I'm literally like holding I'm, my breath at certain points for you. Cause like we all know what that feels like it's when so you're crazy. target it's like, And it's like a ghost. It truly is, man. They, I've sat there and you can see a deer and you're like, there he is. And then you turn over here and then they're gone and you're like, what the heck did he go? But no. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's cool. Continue. <laughs> So he commits and uh, he comes in and uh, like I said, I was, I was thinking in the back of my mind, you know, I can't let him hop over these panels. I'm, I'm gonna, not going to get a shot or, right. or I'm going to try to compensate for the panel and hit him high. And uh, <clears throat> so I draw, I draw real fast. Just, I mean, adrenaline basically. Uh, everything Superman all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood. Yeah. Which, so that's funny. Uh, I was sitting here thinking, you know, because I had to sit there and watch this deer for, for probably 10 minutes, stand there and watch five, 10 minutes, stand there at these other deer, which felt like an eternity. Of course. Because it's getting darker by the second, you mm-hmm. know. And so anyhow, I had just actually this off season up my bow from uh, about 68 to 75. And so I'm in the back of my mind going, I sure hope I can pull this bow back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little thing you don't think about. No, you're yeah. right. You're yeah. totally right. You almost go limp sometimes. It's yeah. either you're Superman oh. all of a sudden, or you go limp and you can't get past it here. It is one of the two. There's <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So he, when he finally commits and he comes out from behind this tree, I, I jerked my bow back, and when I did, I made just enough, just enough of a noise and stopped him. And so he's standing there staring at me, and you know, you always preach you always get preached to about picking a spot you know you don't just shoot at the deer you pick a spot there's always something you can aim at a crease or a a, a small off-colored spot or something to shoot at right yeah, uh, yeah that wasn't the case um, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> let her fly my, my blood. Pen, 
I was shooting a shooting a spot hog single pin side, and it looked like it was about as big around as a coke can. Yeah. And so, anyhow, I think uh, I think when one of my figure eights that I was making when it crossed when it crossed the vitals, I pulled the trigger. And uh, I hear a whack, a loud whack, and then he didn't throw his tail up. He had his tail tucked and and ran off the exact same way he came in. And so I think, okay, I, I got a hit. You know, usually if they keep their tail tucked, you know, something something's happened. Yeah. And uh, just his body language when he run off, I, I, I thought I hit him. Or I knew I hit him. And uh, so I, I'm sitting there, and I can't, I can't wait no longer. I mean, mm-hmm. I probably didn't sit there five minutes. And <laughs> I get out, and I walk over to right where he was standing, and there's nothing. There's oh, no gosh. blood, no, no arrow. I can't find my arrow, nothing. So... And you don't have a flashlight. So I'm instantly sick. Yeah, I don't have a flashlight. <laughs> using your phone just light. And... A little bit of a phone light. Yeah. I go, I just go about, I don't know, 10, 15 yards. I find two little pin drops of blood. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, my God, this isn't good. So I just instantly backed out. I left, and <laughs> I'm walking back to the truck, and our pretty much at a jog. I left my bow and everything in the blind. I left my bow, my arrows, my, everything in the blind. I didn't grab anything besides my phone. So I'm basically power walking back to the truck and I, I call, uh, call my wife and, and I, all I could get out was, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And, uh, I called my dad and I was like, I got it. I got it. That's all I think. I, I think that's the only thing I got out. <laughs> And uh, he's like, you know, how's the blood? And I was like, two little bitty pin drops. That's it. And so I'm sitting there in the back of my mind like, man, who's got a dog? Uh, who's got a thermal? <laughs> I need yep. to, oh, yeah. I need Water to, mom. Need call something, the, yeah. I got to call the Calvary out here. No, I, no doubt. So anyhow, I was like, so my dad's like, well, go to your house. Because I'm two miles away from where I killed the deer. That's okay. where I live. And uh, so dad's like, just go to your house and I'll meet you there. So anyway, we he gets here and he's like, "Well, let's give him an hour." And uh, that was the longest hour of my entire <laughs> life, a hundred percent. He laughs because I was changing the batteries out in my flashlight, and uh, he said, "He said I look look like I had a uh, look like I needed a drink or something like alcohol and didn't drink." He said I was shaking so bad. He's like, "I couldn't even get the batteries in my flashlight. I was so tore up." Oh, everyone knows, though, as a hunter who's having to wait, especially when you're not sure about a shot. I mean, you you said you got him, so maybe you felt more confident than I'm leading or I'm getting from it. But anyone who has to let a deer lay and isn't 100% confident, in that that hour, it feels like four, and you start to convince yourself or question yourself or go through all these different scenarios of what you could have hit. Like, we have friends who will call and say, this is a little bit of blood that I found. What do you, yeah. Where do you think Most I hit? And then people be like, oh, it's the, you hit him in the intestines or you hit him in the gut or no you hit him land. in the shoulder. Yeah. And it's like all these scenarios start to happen and you're like, oh my God, now I definitely got to get in the woods because I'm so scared what did happen. So we yeah. know how we know how long that hour feels. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. And so anyhow, we uh, we, we get back out there and, and it probably wasn't probably 40, 50 yards after I stopped. Uh, we actually found a, a good spot of blood. 
good. And it was it was good good color. You know, it wasn't that dark color. You know, mm-hmm. when you get you get when you hit one too far back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good good colored blood, and I was like, all right, you know, I feel a little bit better. So I'm thinking I hit a shoulder, hit the shoulder, hit hit lungs. So I'm I'm good. Well, so we keep tracking, and and it's about every twenty. 30 feet we're getting blood but it's not steady and so we were just kind of leapfrogging each other i would i'd find blood and then he would go ahead of me and then he would find blood and he would stay there and i'd go ahead of him and we just kind of leapfrogged each other uh tracking real slow and it's it was getting pretty thick brush in there um anyway we get we get to a creek and there's nothing there's a big puddle of blood on one side and I'm like, all right, this is this is good. He should be right here in this creek. And it was a dry creek, and we looked down in there. There's nothing there. I was like, oh, my gosh. So we get down in the creek, and we look around, and we finally found where he went up, found a hoof prints where he went up the other side. And we get up to the other side, and, and it opened up, and it was a really good blood trail from then on. Um, oh, thank goodness. Yeah, we, it, was, it was pretty steady about every 20 – every 20 foot we had we'd find a, a big spot of blood or you stop and it was yeah. yeah it was it was real weird after that it was just just like we'd find a puddle and then like 20 feet we'd find another one and it's like all right you know but we found a whole lot of blood for him to be this far we're probably 200 probably 200 yards from where i took the shot at this point wow and then we get out into uh, open meadow and we're in waist high grass, which is terrible for tracking here. I mean, it, I'd much rather be in you know, on my hands and knees crawling through green briars than mm-hmm. I would track yeah. here in an open pasture. Absolutely. You're like looking on the just, little blades of of, yeah. of grass, trying, trying to, find, to see a little bit of blood on there. And you'd there. have to be like right there on them to see them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, so we're taking it real slow through here. And then we find a couple of places where he, he had fell down. And there was real good blood there, and the grass was pushed down, and real good blood. I'm like, man, he is bleeding a lot for a deer to make it this far. You know, we're over 200 yards here, and there's a one. My dad was wanting to back out. He's like, man, he's like, I don't think we're pushing this deer. He's like, we may need to back out till morning. So obviously, I'm I'm definitely calling in sick tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm I'm actually physically ill. I'm not lying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I did not going to get any sleep yeah. at all. I'm it would no not, good. It would not. Yeah, yes, ma'am. It would not be a lie at that point. But anyhow, <laughs> I told him I was like, man, there's there's a thicket out in the middle of this this meadow. I was like, let's just make it to that thicket. If he's not there, let's uh, let's back out. Well, the closer we get to this meadow, the blood starts kind of zigzagging back and forth like he was kind of wobbling yeah. and uh I, I get probably 10 i'm probably 10 yards from this thicket and i see hair and i absolutely lost of it. of course like hair is in a body <laughs> the body yes, yes. Uh. and and i and he he was he had, he had expired right there and, and he had just completely run out of blood i mean he, he didn't bat up he just was laying face down legs behind him he just just run out of gas and, and, and wow. passed right there but wow how where uh, it was where was your shot where where, where did it end up being your shot <laughs> well <laughs> well, so, uh, 
it's better to be lucky than good. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, so I don't know if you can see right here. There's kind of a discoloration right here. Oh yeah, yeah. it looks like a line. Yeah. So uh. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 it. You hit his freaking <laughs> artery in his neck or something. I did. When you said it I was like every 20 to 30, I was like, is that spurts from like an artery or something? Shoot now. Yeah. That's exactly what had happened. He, he, it's like every jump he made, that's where he was bleeding at. Holy and it, it all made sense once we got up to him. I, I, only thing I could figure the way where the, where the hole was, was that when I shot, he actually turned into, turned towards me. Yeah. And he actually turned into the arrow. Wow. And it, it hit that main artery right in the neck. And it, it just cut that main artery wow. and he, he bled out that way. Wow. But like I said, I mean, with within an hour, within an hour, or actually at this point, we were probably two hours in uh, from when I took the shot. So mm -hmm. within two hours, he, he was he was down. And y'all awesome. made a good call, though, backing out. Yeah. Because you definitely could have pushed him a little bit if he had stopped at any point, especially out in that field when it – Seemed like maybe he laid down or fell down for a bit. Yeah. So y'all made a good call right. waiting on that. We yeah. have we have people oh, yeah. that intentionally shoot him in the neck down here, but it's usually with usually with a rifle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not with their bow. Oh, yeah. it, it, <laughs> there is an order. I, I have. I have a. I have. I've done that on a couple of bucks, uh, especially you know when you. I actually took my actual biggest deer. Um, I rattled up, okay. and. And he was facing me, so that was the only shot I took. But but I it, it works too. Yeah, Man, absolutely. That is so cool. I want to hold him. So bad. <laughs> I can't believe your taxidermist got him back this soon. I mean, October first, you killed him, and we're recording this today. I mean, 11. just a little over a month. Yeah, In impressive November. work. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, but, he he does a he does really good work. He does all of his hides and all of his tanning himself in house. Yeah. Wow. Um, he doesn't doesn't use a third party for that, so he so did a good job. He knocks it out, and and I was luckily I was second in line this year. Wow! So, yeah, well, you did it opening day. That yeah. makes sense. That yeah, there was, there was, That's pretty sweet. And he did great gotta, on the oh, yeah. cape where you're where you would have butchered him right there. Yeah. He did really good on that. Yeah, that's and the pedestal yeah, he, is gorgeous. He uh, that's what we we discussed when I took him over there, and of course he was pumped to see it, you know. And he goes up. He's like, "All right, well," I said, "Well, there's always a, a but." And he's like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "But I messed up." <laughs> and he looked at it, and uh, he took it out of the took it out of the bag, and he uh, goes, "Oh," he said, "Uh, I think I can take care of it." Because I was mm -hmm. asked, and I was like, "Do I need another wait on another cape, or yeah. do I need to to kill another buck, or what do I need to do?" You know, and I, obviously, I was wanting the deer back pretty quick and right, he goes uh, no he, he said no it's not a problem i can fix it and uh, he said you know there's going to be a mark there's going to be missing hair he said but that's part of the story yeah. so true that's i think so, it's yeah. way cooler that you turned around just now and were able to show us where you hit yeah that is that's way cool. cooler to me than you to say oh yeah it should have been right here but this is a different cape yeah. than my deer um exactly. that's we're, really cool none of us are perfect we're all gonna make a bad shot here or there but i mean you got him. I don't. I don't yeah, consider so said that being a bad shot. No, he said it's better to be uh, lucky than yeah. good. I love that. <laughs> Man, that is so yes. awesome. How old do you think he was? Did you by any chance ask a uh, uh, taxidermist what he what he how old he was? 
Uh, yeah, when he when he taped him out, uh, he looked at it, and then he had a another guy that that actually scored the deer again. Uh, he looked at it too, and they don't think that deer was over six years old. Wow, like, that's crazy. Probably five and a half to six and a half year old deer. Wow, that's and so cool. what. That makes the the crazy thing about it is people were sending me pictures after I after I took the deer. They were sending me pictures from from up to two miles away from where I was of the deer. No joke, uh, man. They're incredible. In in twenty 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 one, a guy sent me pictures from twenty one, uh, probably two miles north of where I was at, and uh, you could tell it was the same deer. It had the same it, the, the drop time was smaller. And the kickers were smaller, but you could tell it was the same deer. Yeah. But he was probably a 180 two years ago. Wow. So that would have put him at a 180-inch three-year-old. And or so three- or four-year-old. That's impressive, dude. This that's, dude escaped yeah. a, white, uh, a, a half inch. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I would <laughs> yeah. say. So, score. Free Willie. What, what is the score? What's the official score? And, again, guys, we don't, we don't have an official BTR score on him yet, but hopefully we can in the near future. It's just kind of where you're uh, at. We got to get a score to you. But what did he score at the taxidermist? Uh, well, me and a couple of friends, we scored him the next day at two twenty nine and seven eighths. Gosh. Oh um, and then my taxidermist, uh, him and his friend, scored him at two twenty eight and seven eighths. One inch difference. So within an inch apart. Now yeah. I would love to know the BTR score because he has some non-typical points. Like his yeah, drop he has time, some trash for which sure. Boone and Crockett traditionally they will deduct for those sort of points, mm-hmm. whereas BTR um, or the Buckmaster scoring system will give a deer credit for everything that it grows. Yep. So I would yep. love to find our scorer out there and have them go because this deer is going to be bigger than two twenty nine for sure. Well, I mean, was or when you scored him, did you deduct any? Is that his gross Boone and Crockett? Oh no, that's. Yeah, that's everything. Okay, gotcha. so that is that's gonna be his BTR. Close so it'll be two twenty two. That's pretty cool. You almost got two thirty. You might have got two thirty. Let's yeah. get a score to you, and we'll find out. But yeah, I'd love to, to know. be in the two hundred inch club, man. That's impressive. That's like uh, yeah, that's so it's rare. hard to do, man. Two hundred inches. Is I'm insane. telling you, it's and like you said, like I said, all of last year and this year, you know, it was hard to believe you hit a two hundred inch deer on camera and. And because I've got some, I've got some 150s, 160s, and and uh, that I haven't, I haven't taken, but I've had on camera, and this deer dwarfed them, and I just, I couldn't believe it up until when I put my hands on him, I knew instantly uh, hmm. that he's a 200 inch deer, Once and it's funny, uh, I just sent like a half a rack picture to a friend of mine that's on the Buck Ventures Pro staff with uh, Jeff Danker, yeah, and. Uh, and it was probably five minutes later. He'd already sent that picture around to everybody on Buck Ventures. Then Jeff Danker FaceTimes me, and they were. I was. He's like, well, you know, what do you think he's going to score? And I was like, oh, I hope he goes two hundred. He, he goes, man. He goes, I've killed a lot of deer in my life. That's well over two hundred inch deer. Oh, I bet you were so excited. <laughs> yeah. Oh That's yeah. Awesome. So that was pretty cool. But yeah, it, it's a. It's truly a blessing. I mean, it. I, I know it'll probably never happen again. I hope it does but I, it probably won't ever happen again and but I, it still it hasn't detoured me from hunting at all i mean i've been five or six times since i've taken this deer i I've was gonna ask you that so, once you get spoiled like that i was curious did it does it make everything else seem small i noticed you're a noodler after creeping through your um yeah, your what? socials 
And I was like, I wonder, you know, sometimes with noodling season, once you catch a really big catfish, it's hard to make yourself go to a hole where you know it's not going to be like over 10 pounds or something. Yeah. And I've never killed a deer of this caliber, but I thought, I wonder if it does the same thing. Like yeah. you kill a giant like this, does it make it hard to go back out there? No, the point I, going. I'll tell you, it did not. It hasn't desensitized me at all. Uh, I was actually back in the woods probably four or five days after this and had a, a uh, another buck coming in. He's probably 145. Nice. And 140, probably mid-140s. And uh, I seen him coming, and he's a real, real pretty symmetrical 10-pointer. Oh, cool. And I, so I see him coming, and I get my bow up, and I'm shaking just as bad. Oh, I love to hear him. that. I didn't actually I – di- actually, I didn't get, a, didn't get a shot at him uh, – just the wind was howling about 30 miles an hour and it and uh some does busted me downwind and 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 uh left and kind of spooked him off but anyway when i seen him coming i mean i was had the same feeling as i did with this deer oh i love to hear that that's hunting excuse my ignorance too but how many tags do you guys get in oklahoma or how many Uh, many uh it's just two bucks and uh you can kill you can take both bucks with archery or one with a gun and one with a bow. Nice. Okay. And are you strictly a bow hunter now, or or what? I'd like to be. Uh, oh. No, I I actually prior to this deer, uh, I've only taken a few deer with my bow. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Both, not because, yeah, not not because I'm new to it. I mean, I've been bow hunting since I was sixteen. Wow. Um, but it's just it's it's difficult. Yeah. It's yeah, one of the hardest things you can do in the outdoor industry is bow hunt. Or I know it's the well, especially thing for you, do. man. You don't have a whole lot of trees to get up in. You got ground blinds you're hunting out of. It's hard to kill a yeah, deer like that. Yeah, it, it, I got two uh, two tree stands up and two ground blinds up, and and but it, it is hard. It is hard to get get high up around here. I mean, if you can get twenty foot up, you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. So where's the wife letting you put it? Is it? I'd have it right there. I'd probably have it right in front of my recliner. Uh, but where's oh, the, you have to put it in another a, room. Oh no, no. He's in the living I room. I got, I got two. Oh yeah, he's he's right here good. at the back door. Whenever you walk in, you got to look right at it. That's a that's a good one. <laughs> and he's looking right at you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I have I, I have uh, several deer here in the house uh, mounted. So now she's she's all about it. Yeah. You ever she's do? She's a really uh, good one. I mean. European mounts too, or are you a big shoulder mount fan? Um, I have, oh, I have five, six European mounts. Yeah. Uh, I've only, I've only actually got two deer, had to look down here. I've only had two deer mounted, or I've only taken two deer worth, worth getting a mount in the past 10 years. Yeah. So, uh, everything else i've just european mounted that's the only thing about a shoulder mount i love those pedestal mounts and a good shoulder mount but you can't grab it and like look at it i know that one would be like this and yeah. grab it and look at it but right. um that's the only disadvantage to me about them it's like right now i want to so bad for you to grab that deer and bring it up to the camera so i can <laughs> see it but uh maybe we can give you uh get you if you don't mind after this or sometime we'll get you to do a little panorama around the whole the whole rack i'm sure you already With have but, yeah we can pop that in there for the audience that way they can see it but because i mean his mass is oh, yeah, insane I can do that. yeah yeah, yeah there you go oh we got, a, we got a laptop here holy cow man 
That's massive. God, that kicker and then that drop. That's just everything about it. I would love another reason I want someone to like a BTR score to score it. And I want them to video it and explain how the crap you actually score that. Yeah. Yeah. How many? Oh, there's these other guys. That's some good dude too. (laughs) He makes them look like babies. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh my god! But they're big deer too. But he's a freaking giant. Man, Ethan, that's that's awesome, dude. Anything special about the pedestal you put him on, or anything underneath it? It's a cedar. I see. Uh, no. Yeah, it's a it's a cedar, yeah. all cedar pedestal. Gorgeous. Uh, and then sweet. he actually did the the rocks and stuff on it. And another cool part of the deer, set this down, is. The back of the deer is actually rocks also oh, and it, it flows down into the pedestal it all, all looks like rocks back here instead of just wood that's incredible i like that dude that looks really really cool that's so special is your daughter wanting to get out there now and hunt uh, she's she does uh i mean she's a, she's kind of a fair weather hunter but <laughs> yeah she 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 does. Uh, when she gets a little older and a little little more mature, we're gonna we're definitely gonna get her in the woods and get her on the deer. Oh, good. Good deal, man. She's got something to aspire to go after to try to beat her daddy on that one. Yeah, that's gonna be hard to do. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, you just that's don't so see cool. deer like that. You yeah. just can't. That's once in a lifetime, man. Congrats to you. That's great. Well, Thank you. Anything else you want to add to this? Yeah. Any advice? Oh, no, I definitely can't give any advice. Feels like we're talking to a, I'm sorry, but it feels like we're talking to a 90-year-old, how'd you make it to 90 years old? (laughs) It's like, how'd you kill a 230-inch deer? What's your tip? Tell us the secret. Yeah, we need a secret, man. I I wish I had one. uh, I mean, the only thing I I can tell people is is don't pressure them. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of times last year, you know, I wanted to be in the stand, and I just couldn't because it wasn't, the wind wasn't right, you know? Yeah. Um, because, you know, you get a deer like this, and uh, he smells you or sees you one time, he's gone. Game oh, over. Man, he might. It, he's going to change zip codes. <laughs> yeah. Cody, so, Cody taught me everything I know about hunting, and that yeah. is one big rule he's always given me is I will not allow you to go sit in the stand if I know for sure the wind is not right. And yeah. I'm like, You got okay. one shot at him. That ain't, that ain't no joke. That's for sure. Patience is a virtue. Patience, <laughs> yeah. patience, patience. Everybody's you know everybody's asked me now they're like what do you do now what do you do now i was like i mean besides just go back and set in the stand and see what comes by next i don't know besides maybe go like you said a while ago go catch an 80 pound flathead yeah hey 80 okay we're moving to oklahoma yeah 80 pound catfish and and 229 inch deer oklahoma is is home that's where we need to be now uh but no, actually, I mean, my biggest, my biggest, uh, catfish was 60. I got a 60 pound blue one time, but yeah, that was That's the big biggest, blue. biggest, biggest blue. But yeah, everybody's like, what do you do now? I was like, I don't know. Go catch an 80 pound flathead or a 15 pound bass, I guess. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I see, uh, if he, I'll obviously can put it, see his link and stuff, look him up on Instagram, but you catch some good fish, they noodling like, you know, and then, uh, I saw a big bass in there too, big deer, all kinds of stuff. So. You stay busy. Stay Work busy. Work doesn't stop I, you. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that is the that is the plus of working shift work. You get those you get those weeks off, and yep. and then when it times up right, it like you know coming up, I have the the night through the nineteenth off, 
of November. So I took the whole rut off this year. I was year. about to say, you told us that now, around the ninth kicked off rut last year and, and he disappeared. Have, uh, nothing to kill now. No, he said uh, well, he does. Yeah. yeah. No, Everyone knows that the, the rut will bring in an entire new inventory yep. of deer that you've yep, never exactly seen before. Right. You just well, got to be sitting so. there. <laughs> well, man, we uh, we need to have another conversation about needling. I think that we could do that. And uh, and then just another conversation about your future buck, because I have a feeling you're going to get another one. Mm -hmm. Some good dirt up there, some good genetics. And, man, that's a heck of a deal. Happy for you, Ethan. I that's cannot awesome. believe it. Thank you. But, uh, well, I guess that concludes this podcast. Nothing else to say. Uh, we got all the tips and tricks from him. Didn't get the latitude <laughs> longitude, but – uh we got it uh good dear ethan greatly appreciate it man and we really appreciate Thank your you time yeah thanks for sharing ghosts with us he's yeah. incredible awesome thanks guys tune in for the next one we appreciate it